0: it's time to get cozy and watch a christmas movie cuddle up with a cutie and watch a christmas movie it's a podcast in a queer tree
1: hello and welcome back to a podcast in a queer tree a podcast where we painstakingly count down every day of december as though 2020 couldn't last any longer my name
0: is nicole (laughs) hi and i'm scott
1: um, and today we have a special guest. Welcome, special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, Nicole.
2: Uh, my name is Tanishi I'm a facilitator, uh, and I have um, a facilitation business called Salt Plus Seed. I'm a reluctant artist, <laughs> I would describe myself, and also a reluctant uh, Christmas mu- movie viewer. <laughs> obsessed.
0: Very wise. Maybe
2: in a problem kind of way. <laughs>
1: I would say, Tanisi, you tell me if this is accurate, that it was very, I didn't have to do any convincing to get you on the show. You were very supportive and enthusiastic, but it took some amount of uh, negotiating to figure out what movie you wanted to do because all of the options were so cheesy. Yeah. (laughs) Is that fair?
2: Yeah. Very supportive of the podcast. Yeah. Needed to make sure I could get through 90 minutes.
0: (laughs) And this is what you landed on. Interesting.
1: (laughs) But you did it. You got through 90 minutes. Minutes, I think. I'm so impressed. I'm so pleased that you did. Um, December 17th. Here we are. We're talking about the 12th date of Christmas. It's a 2020 Hallmark film. Here's a synopsis from hallmarkchannel.com. Two seemingly incompatible game designers team up to create a romantic citywide scavenger hunt themed for the 12 days of Christmas.
0: When you read this, like before seeing the movie, when you read Game Designers, what did you think?
2: I thought video games. Yes. Yes um or possibly board games. Mm-hmm. I did not think team building corporate but also romantic
1: games. <laughs> so this yeah. this was a, a kind of a head scratcher for me throughout the movie like besides this romantic scavenger hunt what games are they designing? Like they're not designing board games clearly because they don't feature at all. Are not they designing corporate.
0: Apps? It's like corporate bonding i guess um there was an app involved in this thing they were designing right yeah um yeah, but yeah it's like an ex- it's like experiences
1: wow so they're like a corporate version of like team building exercises
0: i guess Yeah, like, like i
2: have participated in these type of
1: games.
0: (laughs) Um,
1: My God, please tell us about them.
2: And they're actually really fun. Uh, At least the one I did, it was a a role-playing team-building game where you're wizards. Um,
3: Wow.
2: (laughs) And because this was like pandemic time, so it it was all online. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have, you know, these little drawings that they put up on the screen and you go on a quest and you decide to make a potion with something that's beside you. Um, At the time when I was doing it, the only thing that was beside me was my cat Loki. So (laughs) he he was sacrificed in this game, Um, but it was, it was actually so much fun. I really thought they could have highlighted the weirdness a bit more, like it mm. was. You know, I think these team building games, like maybe the one I did, was just like special and and weird and fun. But I was, I just had anticipated maybe more,
1: more magical realism in, <laughs> in this Christmas game. <laughs> wow! So is part of the reason why you chose this film because you were like, oh, I have experience in this. No, I just saw I thought there was gonna be a storyline with the kid
2: because I watched the trailer and they were like decorate, there was something with a little girl and I thought maybe
3: niece, they I were gonna
2: have some like cute family mm. storyline and it was gonna be really wholesome. I just thought it looked wholesome.
3: Yeah.
1: Um and I didn't understand the game part at all. Right. Wow. Cool. That that team building game sounds like very unexpected of, of like what my expectation would be mm-hmm. of a corporate team-building exercise is not what you described. It was, yeah, it was great. I didn't know what to expect when I
2: went into it, but, and I was a wizard. So nice. <laughs>
1: I was into it. Or Loki didn't, didn't make it. No. <laughs> um, okay. Let's do our bingo cards. Tanisi, did you get a bingo when you watched this movie? I did. I thought I
2: wasn't going to. Amazing. Um, it was the center line. So I did use the free space. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, the last one I got was the wine that is juice. <laughs> I was like, they're, they're drinking so much eggnog. I'm not going to see it. It's not going to happen. And then at the party, there's someone carrying a tray. Yep. It's very obviously juice wine. Yep. Perfect. Do you think it was cranberry or apple juice? Mm, I would say cranberry. It looked yeah. like it was supposed to be red wine. Right. So,
1: so yeah. definitely cranberry. Cranberry cocktail, even. Yes. yes. <laughs> Not um, a pure juice. No, <laughs> they don't spring for the pure juice on a Hallmark set. No. <laughs> um, what did you have? Any notable squares?
2: Oh yeah, let me. I have it on my phone. So, um. The, uh, the support of BFF was I, you know, I've liked her. I thought she was could have been in it more. Yeah. Um, Carla? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in my line, though. Um, I noticed they had a lot of empty coffee cups. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in my oh, yeah. winning line. Right. But that was almost every
1: other scene, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Someone always had an empty coffee cup in their hand. Or I guess hot chocolate. So. Right, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, Take it easy. Coffee is for interesting people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Scott, did you get a bingo?
0: I certainly did not. No. Um,
1: Any notable squares that you got in 10 minutes ago when you did this bingo card? <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is my problem of not doing it while I watch the movie because I, I forget stuff. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, a lot of the stuff in my randomly chosen square are, like, wedding related and there's no wedding in this at all, right? Yeah. Um, And I don't think there's, like, a particular, like, seasonal small town name or anything like that, right? They're just in, like, Chicago or Chicago. something. Chicago.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Christmas christmasy chicago yep. um so yeah i got like helping kid with a project i basically counted whatever he was doing with his niece there yep um i got struggling business i, I guess i kind of stretched a little bit there uh, thinking of the hotel and all the other businesses that are going to benefit from this amazing scavenger hunt that they're building <laughs>
1: I would also, if that were, I mean, I have struggling business on mine and I didn't mark it off, but now that I'm thinking about ways to justify it for you, I'm like, well, I would count as struggling business as like the career tension that Jennifer is feeling.
0: Oh, sure. And actually, I mean, their business itself, especially in the pandemic, you would think would be struggling. How much business can there be for this co- for this company?
1: How many online wizard quests can you really set up for people? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I also did not get a line. Tanisi, you really won the podcast today. Thank Congratulations. Well you. deserved. <laughs> um, i I marked out so I had blatant product placement. Every cell phone is a close up of the word Samsung. Oh,
0: I didn't you notice, didn't that. notice that. that. That's a square for me then
1: yeah there there's at least one selfie shot where it's like mm-hmm. they they hover on the front of the samsung branded phone just like a half beat too long
3: nice um
1: yeah. big deadline overt homoerotic tension can't wait to talk about that when it comes up uh overbearing relative grandma sue seems very nice but she's a bit heavy-handed so mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah the other ones oh uh it sounds like all of her sp-
0: relatives are a bit overbearing.
1: Yeah. And apparently there's like a lot of them. Like they're like overbearing Idaho farm folk. Yeah, they're and all like, just back on the
0: farm waiting for Jennifer to fail and come come home. <laughs>
1: Seriously! And, yeah.
0: and then they Brutal. can say they told her so. And she can go back to being Miss Idaho or whatever she was before. she. Like
1: she <laughs> yeah. Up. Is baking she loves baking
0: oh that's right she loves baking
1: she loves baking in fact that's a perfect segue thank you so much scott the You're movie welcome. opens with uh <laughs> jennifer in her kitchen making cookies for work you do carla is her roommate's name she loves it when jennifer bakes i would too um and then so that's you how we say meet roommate jennifer.
0: i think you mean lover. Hi right? <laughs> roommate,
1: <laughs> Tanisi. Did you pick up on queer vibes between these two? I considered it and then decided they were more sisterly. Yeah, I didn't, but not between them.
2: Mm. But I got queer vibes from Carla, from Carla, yes, especially
0: from mm-hmm. Carla. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, Jennifer is pretty straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, I'm going to be calling her Jennifer this entire episode because that's what Dr. Slip called her,
1: Jennifer.
0: Yeah, Jennifer.
1: Okay, great. Jennifer, it is. Um, So then we cut to uh, Shannon's house, uh, who is Aiden, the lead heartthrob sister. I mean, do you have a better name for him? Because he is bland as like an unsalted, hard boiled egg. I don't even know.
0: I refer to him as a three quarter scale Nathan Fillion.
1: is nathan phillian the guy from firefly yeah
0: yeah yes you got one uh, you got one
3: yes
1: yes i'm so sorry for people playing meta bingo right now i just got a pop culture reference so you cannot <laughs> mark that square up.
0: yeah you really fuck those people over
1: <laughs> it'll happen again don't worry
0: um he's also the star of castle of course it's, i, I don't know what your that is show <laughs> Uh, (laughs) castle is basically murder she wrote with the genders flipped oh okay
1: there you go there you go a pop culture reference i didn't get there you go didn't it didn't even take 14 seconds Uh, um so there's a leaking pipe in shannon's old enormous house aiding comes to fix it emma is his
0: niece that house is falling apart as they will tell you numerous times (laughs) that house (laughs) Is, I don't know why they don't like evacuate immediately that house.
1: It's just in shambles.
0: And apparently their dad was some kind of contractor, construction, beloved construction instructor. So, who taught every architect and construction guy in town how to do their jobs.
1: Yes. But it was their grandpa, Emma's grandpa. Oh, it was
0: their grandpa. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: They go out of their way. And that multipl- was his
0: house, I believe.
1: Yes, he built it. Right. A hundred and Not something.
0: Not very well, apparently.
1: Not very well. <laughs> he, It's like a hundred and something years old. They go out of their way several times in this movie to mention that their dad, they were army brats. Right. And their dad is currently stationed overseas. Right. And Shannon's husband, Emma's dad, is also stationed overseas somewhere. Yes. Um, so then we go to work. Uh, the name of their work is Big City Quest. <laughs> I found this amusing because they like this movie is like about Chicago, right? It's like Chicago, 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 Chicago. She's not from Chicago; she's an outsider. Historic Chicago neighborhoods. Meow, meow, meow. This movie was filmed in Manitoba.
0: Nice.
3: Yeah,
1: in Winnipeg. Nice. It's a lovely place, but is not. Chicago I've never been to Chicago but I think it's like it's a huge city Winnipeg is not a huge city it is a medium-sized prairie city uh filmed in July lol (laughs) (laughs) I just feel sorry for um actors who have to act in these films when they film them in the dead of summer especially in the middle of the continent because it's so fucking hot and they have to act cold and also wear wool mm-hmm. there's a lot of sweaters yeah. in this movie a
2: yeah. lot of wool jackets
0: yeah yeah they've always got Aiden bundled right up yeah it's brutal like the swarthy little dynamo that he is
1: oh, he's a lone wolf
0: oh, I, I actually literally wrote that in my notes me too.
1: um so we get to work we find out that tony the head was he the head game designer i don't remember who tony was anyway he quit and or got fired um and jennifer jennifer really wants this job but she doesn't speak up enough for herself at work um
0: her as, as her co-workers will come tell her
1: Repeatedly, everyone in this movie is like, You don't speak up for yourself enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanisi, do you have any notes from the work scene or where we have gotten to so far? Um, I thought
2: that <laughs> it annoyed me immediately that they set it up so Shannon is just this, like, kind of an inept, like, mom mm. character, she's, like she's
0: put upon, right?
2: Yeah, like she. They reference her business, but then never go in into it at all. They're like, "It's like you have a kid and a business, but what does she do? We'll never know." And multi-level you know, marketing. Yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> She's selling leggings. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Vit- Vitamin <laughs> supplements.
2: Yeah, or vitamins. One of the two, and <laughs> yeah, and then her husband's deployed, she has to call her brother, and like, I was like, we i'm sure i don't even remember her name shannon 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 i'm sure she had something in her life that she can do yeah
1: but yeah that that's a good point her she's like she's kind of a throwaway character like she's kind mm-hmm. of just there to like have the cute kid that softens aiden and exactly talk about how jennifer and aiden are like seem really good together and wow she seems great and all of these things but yeah i forgot that she owned a business we don't like they just put that out there and then
0: supposed to be i don't remember that at all
1: i don't think they have really ever tell us like Tanisi said i think Hmm. they're just like you are a mom who can't handle your shit and you always have to call a man to help
0: (laughs) that doesn't sound like a great business model to be honest it's not know
1: um yeah that's a good point tenisi brutal
0: yeah their their function she and her daughter their entire function is to contrast how like they're the women in this movie that aiden is not a complete dick to yeah a hundred percent of the time yeah
1: for sure um i so we meet alistair um the boss of big city quest uh and i looked up alistair and he was in another hallmark movie which buckle up for the name of this movie it's from 2020 you're baking me crazy
0: (laughs) i've seen it and i love it
1: (laughs) you've seen it already.
0: Of course I've seen it. Yeah, it came out months ago. It was <laughs> in the spring, I think.
1: It's about food trucks. Anyway, yep. Alistair is in that movie. Sweet. Um. So, <laughs> Jennifer gets roped into this big meeting. It's a big pitch for a big client. Aiden is doing it, but his co-worker whose name we never remember because he doesn't matter has to leave because his wife is having a baby jennifer gets roped into this meeting has good ideas and schools aiden this company has paternity leave those are my notes about this meeting <laughs> i
2: loved the character that leaves i wish they brought him back uh,
1: <laughs> what did yeah. you love about him
2: he's so, he said he's so committed to his family he was like my baby is way more important than this <laughs> presentation i'm viewing. Mm-hmm. i also thought there was some um like what what is the bingo card overt homo erotic tension uh-huh. between bill and aiden aiden mm-hmm. was very upset and like loves bill so
3: wow.
2: seemed a little jealous of maybe bill moving forward in life seemed a that little track. attached
1: i thought mm-hmm. there maybe could be a romantic history Oh my hmm. gosh, I love that he like feels a little bit abandoned that Bill hmm. ditched their their work relationship <laughs> for his wife and baby. Yeah, oh
0: my God, I didn't pick up on that, but I love it. Bill made a lot of sweet promises,
2: <laughs> and then he was just gone. Fooled
0: Although again. Apparently, Poor apparently, Aiden.
2: Apparently Leave is like immediate. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's like a button he presses on his way out to activate his paternity leave. (laughs) (laughs) So then we have a bunch of scenes that flip between Shannon's house uh, and Jennifer's house, uh, where we learn some more about these characters. So at Shannon's house, we learn that her husband is deployed. Uh, The house is falling apart and Emma's dad slash Shannon's husband is also deployed and they're that he's coming home soon from wherever he is right um al no aiden aiden is the heartthrob mm-hmm. aiden secretly wants this promotion at work so that he can save the house for his dad to return to after he's done being overseas Um, There's a sentimental ornament in this scene I didn't have sentimental ornament on my bingo card
0: Sweet, another one for me
1: (laughs) This is how Scott plays bingo He just plays bingo (laughs) as we talk about the movie And he's like, oh sweet (laughs) There's
0: there's no rules, Nicole
1: (laughs) I know, we made the rules You don't need to
0: bingo shame me
1: They don't exist, you're right, I'm so sorry
0: Now can Um, you come up with a bad bridesmaid's dress (laughs) Um, Because if so,
1: we'll see. Will you have a line if I can?
0: uh, I might. Yeah, I think I would. No, no, I wouldn't. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Never,
1: Never mind. So at Jennifer's house, we learn that she has a Grandma Sue who is sort of intense and is pressuring her to move back home on the farm.
0: Well, Grandma Sue represents the entire Midwest and its values. Yeah. So it's a lot. Yeah.
1: Those were all. Oh, the sorry. The sentimental ornament happens at Jennifer's house because Grandma Sue makes salto ornaments.
3: Okay, classic.
1: Um, does anyone else have notes for these scenes? That's all I have. Hmm. Every time
2: I watch a Hallmark movie, it always strikes me about, like, the, I notice a lot of the newer ones, ha- like, they're always FaceTiming with families. And there's always a family that member that like wants them to come back home or is encouraging them to just give love a chance, and but the, it's always so clear, like it it's strange, like I understand you would want it to be clearer than real life, yeah, but Grandma Sue is just like it's just so clear. on the the screen
1: she's like basically on the other side of a freshly polished window yeah she's just (laughs) pressed up against asking her to come back to the farm i've never had a video call that's been that good like what platform are they using (laughs) it's a special from
0: the pentagon
1: yeah it's yeah it's the hallmark pentagon uh partnership um
0: you think that doesn't exist (laughs)
1: platform i mean if the lifetime kfc colonel sanders sexy murder mystery movie can exist Mm -hmm. anything is possible
0: that's that's where we're headed this kind of you know fusion of the military and restaurants and
1: (laughs) brutal That's
0: where it's all going
1: (laughs) (laughs) um so then the next morning at work jennifer and alistair no aiden Aiden. why would they name these two characters such similar names maybe it's just my brain (laughs) um aiden is basically shooting down all of jennifer's ideas and is generally being kind of a jerk um they share their ideas together and jennifer reads Aiden's ideas and she's like "Whoa, some of these are really good like for the okay so maybe we should explain the concept of this
0: app yeah I was just going to say have have they decided on the concept at this (laughs) point and and they're trying to come up with the 12 dates
1: yes so it's the 12 dates of Christmas a romantic scavenger hunt that takes people to historic neighborhoods in Chicago so they get clues for different romantic dates they could people could go on and then they have to go do those things upload a photo and then they get
0: the next clue and each activity also promotes some business that would be around whatever they're doing
1: yeah yeah so aiden had onion rings on the list um and she's like "Mm, onion breath and also none of the onion rings are in historic neighborhoods and i'm like just let the people eat fucking onion rings man
0: (laughs) is that a chicago thing onion rings
1: I don't know. Onion rings are delicious.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, she is, I feel like so often, I don't know what it is, if it's just this like one management class I took in grad school that just haunts me to this day that I really resent that I remember information from, but like, so often in these cheesy Christmas movies, when there's like, and there pretty much always is a like career woman she mm-hmm. has to employ some sort of like management strategy to deal with her curmudgeonly difficult male coworker. Mm-hmm. Like almost every time it happens. Um, and she does that again here. She's like, I work better when I collaborate.
3: Yeah.
1: She like speaks management speak to him and they she's figure just, out a way to work together.
0: She's got basic emotional intelligence. <laughs> <Yeah. it. laughs> <laughs> right. She's she's genuinely very nice and positive all mm-hmm. the time, despite yeah. her moments of self-doubt, whereas he is just tormented by something.
1: Well, and I think it's meant to highlight the difference between him as the like big city Chicago born and bred big city corporate boy and she's the like nice cute woman from small town farmland Iowa who makes cookies for everyone in the office Mm -hmm. she's like naive and nice to everyone and he's like I were better alone so my theory is is that he did do
2: something that was more like traditional management style but he was kind of bored he probably thought he was smarter than everyone that he worked with but he worked with Bill and he loved Bill and Bill Mm. is a lot of fun And Bill was recruited for this new game startup because Bill's great. And then he was like, oh, Aiden, you should try to branch out, get out of your comfort zone. We're such great project partners. Come with me to this new game startup. And then because he came in on the ground, they just have kept him on, even though he's not great at it.
1: Oh, my God. He He just went...
0: I love James Mason
1: for the (laughs) love of God. Will you write that prequel fanfic for us?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh,
3: this
1: is one of the beautiful, one of the many beautiful parts of having guests is that like, Scott, I don't know if you or I would have a paid any attention to bill. Yeah. We a hundred percent would have just been like, I
0: liked him. But I, I knew sure. the I saw him in the movie that he wasn't going to be in the movie for long.
1: Yeah, like his mention would not have lasted in this discussion at all. And I don't know that either of us would have come up with a backstory
0: for him. I, and... I think every guest has floored us with some kind of revelation like this. And it's yeah. wonderful.
1: Do you think that says something about us as hosts? Okay, never mind. Let's not go too deep into that.
0: <laughs> I, I don't um... think we need to say it. People... <laughs> everyone knows people it. know it's
1: well, fine. we all
2: have roles we are the toast.
0: <laughs> yeah. we are the toast that the jam of the guest gets spread upon <laughs> and that's okay it's
1: beautiful that is beautiful what is toast but not a perfect delivery system
0: it's a for vehicle it's more a de- more delicious things it's uh-huh. a, yeah it's a essential vehicle
1: <laughs> this is getting weird <laughs> Um, wow, thank you so much I love that backstory
0: You know what, it actually makes me like Aiden a little more <laughs> it, re- it genuinely does
1: In next scene, when we get to the hotel For their big meeting with Wanda
2: yeah.
1: Is that the bo- the Oh, the, the boss, of, yeah. Um, yeah With Wanda, that he is a cyclist in the winter And is really self-righteous about it
0: that tracks yeah yeah, right (laughs) that makes a lot of sense
1: um so he's starting to feel a little jealous because jennifer is texting wanda they have a texting relationship
0: well yeah wanda really gloms on to jennifer right away right she's really almost mentoring her in like Mm -hmm. i don't know if people have the women helping women thing on their bingo cards but i feel like that counts
1: did you put women helping
0: women on the bingo cards Isn't it on the bingo cards? I don't
1: know. I mention it in almost every episode, but I didn't know you put it on the cards. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with that.
0: I certainly meant to. If if it isn't there, it should be. So I'll check.
1: Oh my God. Well, that's very touching. Thank you, Scott. Um, But yes, this is a women helping women moment. They have this big meeting meeting with Wanda and you know Wanda has like really high standards like she's like we're gonna have this meeting at the hotel tomorrow and they were like oh we thought we had an extra day and she was like well you don't (laughs) so they like yeah they like show up to this meeting and then you know they managed to like muddle their way through a few ideas and then what's his noodle goes to get their coats and wanda and jennifer have this moment and wanda's like you're really good at this and she's like oh yeah we're a great team and Wanda's like no you are really good at this yeah you need to like speak up for yourself
0: yeah that was great
1: it was so good i love wanda also yeah
2: and this yeah that was probably the best scene in the movie i think Mm -hmm. and and i liked it because like it is it was probably the
1: only realistic scene in the movie as well you know
3: <laughs>
2: like just in terms women. of
1: these two like career women interacting
2: yeah and like dealing with this shitty dude who thinks he's smarter than everyone else and then when it's very apparent that he's not he's like throws a tantrum mm-hmm. yeah and then Wanda's like just just do your thing
1: yeah that's a good point. And it does come up in their initial meeting at the office when Jennifer is like first pulled into it. Mm-hmm. Wanda is like singling her out. Like Aiden is t- sort of trying to take these moments to like he doesn't talk over her, but he tries to sort of overpower and make his ideas front and center and want center. And Wanda is like, no, no, no. Jennifer, what do you think?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: Wanda's great. Like yeah. we all need a Wanda. In our,
1: in our lives we all need a wanda that's true
3: hmm.
1: um shortly before they sit down in the dining room um jennifer and aiden are walking through the hotel and it turns out that aiden is really into trees really yeah, into trees do you remember this like that other guy
0: yeah yeah who that was uh, in
1: what where what fucking movie was it
0: chris from double holiday
1: double holiday yes obsessed with trees knew everything about every tree and he was like oh yeah because double holiday was about this like christmas obsessed guy trying to educate his jewish co-worker about christmas um and Super he just cool. knew every he knew everything about trees they like mm-hmm. went to a tree lot and he was like i know everything about every tree and it was like she's seen a fucking tree before dude anyway <clears throat> this guy's really into trees i'm not sure what this hallmark trend is of like men knowing everything about trees but it happens
0: it's a it's a manly thing to do i guess
2: yeah is it a manly way to be into the holidays
0: mm. Could be. yeah it's like a ron swanson kind of thing right. Admir- admiring trees
1: yeah. <laughs> instead of being thinking like...
0: of all the furniture you're gonna make out of them later
1: Right. Instead of being like, "Oh, what a beautiful like handmade ornament! What a beautiful color scheme!" It's like that's a great blue spruce you got there. Yeah, like Aiden's yeah. not baking
2: cookies.
0: No. That's true. It'll make him gay. Yeah, G- gayer. Sorry, gayer. gay-er. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's not. He's not ready to go there. No, not yet. Not unless Bill takes him there.
1: Um. Time for another Nicole's trivia corner. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, in the dining room scene, when they're brainstorming activities for the 12 dates of Christmas, mm-hmm. Aiden says that the first turtle race in the United States took place in Chicago in 1902 in Chinatown. That is true.
0: Of course it is. <laughs> we were watching that. Yeah, Dr. Slip and I were watching that last night. And she was wow. like, I wonder if that's true. And I was like, it's so stupid. It has to be. Yes. Like, of course he knows that. that. They were making it up.
1: Yeah. That is a reasonable assumption. Um, This is at the point in the movie where I started tracking all of the dates they come up with. Would you like to hear what they are?
3: Yes. Sure.
1: Uh, So for the first one, for the pear tree, they go to a cidery that has pear cider. Uh, Second day of Christmas is turtle racing for the turtle doves. The third day of Christmas is the cooking class at the French place, cock Mm -hmm. the fourth day of Christmas, I didn't get. I don't think they mention it. The fifth day of Christmas, for some reason, involves church bells. I'm not really sure what they do with the church bells.
0: Because bells ring.
1: Church bells ring. Mm-hmm. Six and seven, I didn't find. Eight, uh, eggnog milkshakes, which I'm pretty into that. <laughs> uh, nine, they go to a couple's dancing class.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Ten, I didn't get. Eleven buy oh it's 11 pipers piping buy a piping hot coffee for a stranger (laughs) the
0: reach reach.
1: that's that's the last one they came up with and you could really tell
0: (laughs) a lot of empty coffee cups floating around
1: (laughs) (laughs) um and then 12 is a junior high drummer's band at the final party right comes Under and entertains and that's like the what part of the prize is that they like won the scavenger hunt by finding the location of the party and then this drummer band drumming band comes out which which
2: day is the pe- pear cider partridge painting um
1: so that's the first
3: date that's The
1: first thing. <clears throat> okay. and it's the first date in the game and a few scenes later it's also their first date oh because they like they like go to work and there's a gift basket that some client sent them as thanks and in it is a fancy bottle of this pear cider Mm -hmm. so they go to the brewery or the cidery or whatever and they're like oh we'd like to sample your cider and the person is like yes of course we also do a paint night and they're like it's a perfect date Um so then they take they like do the paint night and they take a selfie. And then there is, as there is in every romantic comedy that's ever been made, a moment where the music softens, one person is focusing on something else, and the other person turns meaningfully and looks into their eyes and then turns back (laughs) to the camera, realizing they have feelings for them.
0: In the zoom. Screen, it looks like you just turned towards me and did that
1: <laughs> oh we're stacked on mine
2: <laughs> I um, thought he was upset in that scene when he. <laughs> I think it's just his acting face but he seemed to look devastated <laughs> when he realized he had a crush <laughs> oh,
1: he's like oh no do I like
2: girls again <laughs> <laughs> so confusing about- I
0: promised Leopold Bill, <laughs> oh Bill,
1: um, you know, I went to a paint night once, and I wasn't into it at the time. I think I was being kind of a brat about it, but I am conceptually into this idea. I think it would be fun to get a little tipsy and like paint something, oh,
0: yeah, do it all the time. <laughs>
1: So then they end up at a French restaurant and the coca is too complicated for a date. So they make some sort of cr- French Christmas log.
0: Oh, my God. This scene. Which is um, somehow
1: less complicated. Sorry, it, go ahead. It's
0: Scott. not, though. That's the that's the crazy thing. Like this restaurant, there, there's a bunch of crazy stuff in this scene. But this restaurant has a sign out front saying it's famous for Chicago's Uh huh. which I'm like. No one goes to Chicago for Cocovin, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but any, anyway. Cocovin is not hard to make. Oh, okay. And
1: I mean I can't even pronounce it properly, so clearly I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, you don't come from the exotic place of Nouveau Brunswick. <laughs> as I do. <laughs> um but yeah, no, Cocovin, I've made it. It's not hard. It's it's very simple rustic dish that like every peasant in france makes like it's it's people's food is Um, it easier
1: than the christmas log
0: absolutely so much easier yeah making one of those big flat cakes and then rolling it up and like making the cream and everything much more complicated than making cocoa
1: i feel like it would take hours to do
0: and yeah it would take a while too i mean but they both would but yeah, it's making that kind of like log cake is, it, it would be a fun date idea in the sense that you're probably going to make a huge mess together. Right. Sure. But yeah, I, I don't know if making either one of those things is a particularly good date. But anyway.
1: What is a good date in a food based sense? Like if you were going to make something, Tanisi, do you have ideas about this?
2: Like I don't, but I, I've i seen some cooking classes, like cooking class dates. I've never been to one, but it's usually something that's like something made in an hour or like right. you decorate a cake or cupcakes, but the cake or cupcakes are already made. Right. Yes. And like, you know, like there's some <laughs> prep work done already. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: or something like right. a, sorry, something like a, a traditional Italian pizza, like just the very simple goes yeah. in a wood-fired oven like that would be very easy to do for a, a couple on a date you're mm-hmm. basically just throwing a bunch of stuff on some dough and maybe you don't even make the dough
1: yeah yeah they were like high this was like high level very high level like who are the people playing this game do we find out who the audience is for this game
2: we see that one woman yeah that offers to buy I'm getting ahead in our scenes but she offers yeah. to buy them a coffee which yeah. just
0: oh yeah that's right
2: you should have said no <laughs>
1: <laughs> like this is a conflict of interest
0: that's True. You can't yeah.
2: benefit from something that you are benefiting from monetarily that's sure. true.
0: there's rules around it <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good point I haven't thought about that <laughs> Tanisi, were you going to say something else about this scene or anything? Oh, I think I was
2: just going to say that she would. I think if she got caught, she'd just try to blame being from Ohio. And she'd be like, well, in Ohio, we don't have conflict of interest. <laughs> That's a big city concept. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, okay, you make cookies.
0: <laughs> we don't even have habeas corpus. Yeah.
2: <laughs> They're
1: like, you're so nice. We can't blame you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> mm.
1: Um, So then she goes home for the night, and I can't remember if this is the first or second time we've met Mr. Romano, Mm -hmm. um, but is a neighbor, like an older man, and she always says hello to him, and he always, she thinks, ignores him. Um, And we just see this a couple times.
0: Yeah, he gives her the hi-hat. Yeah,
1: Like, I just assumed he didn't have his hearing
2: aid in, or was hard (laughs) of hearing. From the start, yeah,
0: yeah, but I, I think
2: they're trying to be like, "Oh, these rude city people."
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> like, no,
1: he's just an older man who uses
2: who
0: doesn't TV. owe you your attention.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's just like shoveling oh, the God. driveway, like he's fine. <laughs> so then the next, I don't know if it's that evening or the following evening, the Emma's school school maybe bake sale bake sale slash Christmas fair. <clears throat> where their wreaths that Aiden and Emma made earlier in the movie are for sale. I think it's a fundraiser for charity. If charity was on anyone's bingo card, now's your chance. Yeah, it is. Um, they have a cute moment together. There's some like meaningful looks exchanged, and Shannon is like, Yeah, she seems nice. And then Jennifer leaves the wreath that she purchased for Mr. Romano with a kind note on his doorbell.
2: I really thought that the woman that walks up after Jennifer walks off with um, Emma, I thought there was going to be like some flirtatious thing. Like she was going to be like, oh, you're Emma's uncle. Like, I want to date you. Oh, right. here's the name of a construction business. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, that's right. She's like, oh, your grandfather taught me everything I know. I love him. You should talk to this construction person. Mm -hmm. That's right. Her sister, I think. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that would have been an opportunity for flirtation. But I think Mm -hmm. much like every, certainly Hallmark movie there's no actual conflict in these movies yeah you know like they're very they're extremely palatable in the sense that they're like the emotions never veer too far up or down like they stay like level and pretty like easy to manage
0: yeah so a lot of ways these are just checklists
1: so then the next day they go to this tree lot uh that Aiden of course knows very well because he knows everything about trees Uh and it turns out that Mr. Romano owns the tree lot and explains to Jennifer that he takes out his hearing aid at home for a very sad reason because his wife dies and quote I don't have anyone to talk to (laughs) that was just so tragic and she
2: just brushes it off she's like oh (laughs)
1: She's like, oh, that's why you've been ignoring me. And I'm like, no, give him some empathy, my goodness.
2: He's obviously dealing with a lot of grief. Yeah. And you're like, He's over there
0: being Mary Poppins.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's like, no, but me. (laughs) Um yeah it's like it's a funny I mean I guess that's not what this movie is about but it it was a funny moment for me as well it sounds like we all notice this where like Mr. Romano is like really jovial and really nice and very like effusive like he thanks her for the wreath and he's like you know he's being like very kind and sweet but he's also saying this thing that's like really quite sad and is like And no one, you know, she's, like, supposedly this, like, very caring neighbor. And later we do see her do something Mm. that's, like, thoughtful and involves him and, you know, makes a friend or a sweet romantic time or whatever. But, like, at the time, there's, like, no acknowledgement of this, like, pretty intense thing he just sort of casually throws out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe she was just shocked that city people have
2: emotions and feelings. (laughs)
1: So then Aiden and Jennifer end up back at her house to decorate the tree that she bought from Mr. Romano's. Oh, is the tree lot involved in this romantic time somehow? In the the game? Maybe that
0: was one of the clues that I Isn't it one of the activities that they...
1: I don't know
2: if it's an activity, but I think she tries to buy a tree Mm -hmm. in the city. Yeah, she tries to buy a tree down at that festival thing and then he's like i can't believe a small town girl like you would buy a tree in the city we've got to go to this other place
1: right right because this is a cut your own tree place Mm -hmm. right right. so it's it's not part of the game it's just a cute thing that they do together Um, so during this tree trimming Carla is around and Carla and Jennifer exchange a meaningful look and then Carla's like oh I need to go and then Aiden and Jennifer have a flirtatious tree trimming time
0: I just wish Um, Aiden had gone gone and she and Carla had had a flirtatious tree trimming instead
1: (laughs) they do that after Aiden leaves
3: Mm -hmm. wink (laughs)
1: um my next notes are about skating
3: yeah me too
1: okay Tanisi, are you caught up do you have any other notes to catch up on
2: i just want to know where carla was going what her party was who she is Mm. who do you think she is did you imagine anything i think she's i think she's really cool i think she like she says she writes jingles
1: for an ad agency that's right right So she probably she's probably in a real job too. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's probably a musician. Like she's probably Mm -hmm. like a hot lesbian like drummer or something. Yeah. Yeah. And she was definitely
2: going to some like queer holiday party, not work related. And it was gonna be more fun than Jennifer and Aiden have ever had
0: in their entire lives. (laughs) There's no way Jennifer (laughs) would have fit in at that party. So (laughs) yeah
1: like it was they were probably she was probably going to like drag christmas or something uh-huh. you know yeah. and like can you imagine jennifer at like not even a drag bar but like an event where drag a- is bar, involved
0: even. yeah uh-huh. yeah oh, be- oh we don't have these in idaho <laughs> I don't know why she would make that voice, but.
1: She's British all of a sudden. <laughs> well, Carla has so much to teach Jennifer. That's going to be some amazing fanfic.
3: Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so they go skating, they always go skating. Jennifer helps Emma do a bunny hop because her stunt double can do an axle kick. Oh, that was just about as far as I got in figure skating.
2: I was in every activity as a child and mm-hmm. and dabbled in figure skating
1: and never I don't think I got past the bunny hop but okay. I do remember it but it's a thing it's like a thing it you is- have to learn before you throw your body into the air to spin
2: yeah I don't know the the connection right how you get to the throwing your body in the air part but
0: you'd probably have to position your feet a certain way I guess hmm. And I don't do know it seems topic
1: it but, seems uh, terrifying. I can't even skate. I literally cannot. I'm the one with the the chair that you hang on to, mm-hmm. or I'm sitting and someone's pushing me. That's my preferred way to skate wow. it's
2: a nice way to move around the ice <laughs> yep.
1: so this is the scene I think when they're leaving the skating rink that Aiden levels with her that both of them are. Like vying for the head gamer position. He's like, I just want to be honest with you. I need this position to make money, to fix this house for my dad, because I'm such a good guy. Mm. Um, And he's like, I don't want to lie to you. And she's like, Thank you so much for telling me.
0: It's kind of a sad scene because
1: they like almost come close to touching on the like, unfair and like uh parasitic structure of like work in order to survive
0: yeah they're just Mm -hmm. almost barely critical of capitalism for just a second
1: i would say that they're almost just barely putting their toe in the lake that's adjacent to being critical to capitalism Mm -hmm. it's just like it's like a whisper like a little runoff
0: pond. yeah exactly
1: it's it's a runoff pond. It's a critical runoff pond.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you see any thoughts on the critical runoff pond moment?
2: I, I didn't pick up on that, but I love it. Uh, I really like the term critical runoff pond. am going to try to pepper it into my conversations about capitalism.
0: <laughs> That's uh, Well, before we go too crazy, I just want to say that as of right now, critical runoff pond is a trademark of Scott Marshall and Nicole Marcoux. <laughs> We're going to be I'll, making some merchandise, that. but we'll, we'll be happy to give you a discount code. <laughs>
1: <Thank> you. <laughs> yeah. You know, we really do have to uh, charge for it because I have this beautiful old mansion <sighs> and the pipes are leaking and I really need to get them fixed.
0: It, well, the, the place is literally on fire right It's now.
1: literally on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so then the pitch happens and they did a great job Wanda loves it um Wanda is like this is great this could go international I'm not really sure how a game about Chicago would be of interest to people internationally but so you know they have to show up and impress this CEO I guess (laughs) the ceo doesn't really come up again it's just an excuse for there to be a ball so there's a kiss at the end right
0: Mm -hmm. this is the meeting where they do a this is the meeting where they do a, a demo of the app for the client right
1: yes yeah so then after that alistair is like come have a meeting with me aiden and aiden is like Jennifer did all the heavy lifting in this app. She should get the job. And Alistair's like, "Good, that's what my decision was
0: anyway." You ding dong. Well, they have a. There's kind of a scene before that where Aiden walks into Jennifer's office and he's like, "Sorry, looks like I'm probably getting the job." (laughs) And she's like, "Oh, okay." And and then he leaves and goes and has that meeting with their boss, who's like, "I wasn't giving you the job." dr Sliff and i laughed pretty hard at that yeah
2: that was one of my favorite scenes also i think very true to life i think it was very realistic i think if you have ever worked with a white dude like aiden Mm -hmm. you know that's exactly what his line of thinking would be (laughs) and (laughs) he you didn't get your the job like i'm obviously better than you in every way Yeah. yeah but like you're hot so it's all good and yeah. then <laughs> and then he would try to be like a good person he's going to take the job yeah. anyway of but course. he just wants everyone to know that he he said a nice thing about about Jennifer yeah um, and
1: then i loved seeing him embarrassed so <laughs> And you know, he goes in with all the confidence that a mundane white man never earns, but always has. And is like, you shouldn't give me this job. And Alistair's like, don't worry, I'm not. (laughs) And then Aiden tries to pull this power move on Alistair and he's like, maybe we should just go tell her right now and not wait. And Alistair's like, oh yeah, good call. Are you the boss? I'm the boss. I love that,
0: that was a great moment, but actually, Aiden is right. They should have gone and told her immediately, <laughs> because she's sitting there feeling shitty and like how she has to move back to Idaho and all this stuff. Because for some reason, she's made this decision beforehand that if she doesn't get the job, she may as well just leave Chicago.
2: Yeah. yeah why was that? I think it was was it Grandma Sue that was like, "You have to." make this choice
1: (laughs) i think yeah it was like if i can't succeed in this job i'm a failure and like i don't really know what i'm doing here if i'm not going to be head game designer
0: yeah and her grandma's coming to visit and she oh
1: yeah is grandma oh no we grandma's the next scene
0: yeah -hmm. she's not there yet but she's coming and i think she's feeling like well i've got to have news of this promotion by the time she gets here, otherwise I'm basically just going to leave with her. Apparently,
1: um, this one last note in this Alistair meeting that I have, this is where I clocked some homoerotic tension between mm. Alistair and Aiden when Alistair is like, "Who's the boss?" Who's the and I boss was like, here? "Tell him who the boss is." Yeah, Aiden. You are,
0: you are, daddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like big daddy energy there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I didn't catch that vibe from Aiden or Alistair until that moment. And then he just like was passing me by until that moment. And yeah.
1: then, yeah. And then he pulled that out and you were like, hello. Yeah. Have some breath. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we get mm. back to Jennifer's house and Grandma Sue is there. And Grandma Sue has surprised her either by being there or being there early. I don't really remember. Um, she brought Jennifer a rainbow puzzle piece ornament that she made out of salt dough Um, and then Jennifer does the very sweet thing of inviting Mr. Romano over
3: Mm. and
1: Grandma Sue and Mr. Romano really hit it off especially after Grandma Sue learns that he has a farm. Meanwhile Aiden has gone to the construction office and very progressive choice hallmark. It's a woman who owns the construction company, who's a former student of grandpa's, and is like, I'm going to put a message on the alumni board to see if other people will help. And then in the next scene, there is just a huge, Shannon has really like mom cored this situation and made an organized chart of every contractor who is a former grandpa's student who's going to come and fix the house for free. There's plumbers, there's electricians. Sweet deal. It's all happening.
0: In my, in my notes here, I have, uh, I'm basically planning fan fiction for this where their head contractor who comes in to fix the house is TV's Mike Holmes <laughs> <laughs> and, and his people.
1: Amazing. Um, Mike Holmes reminds me a lot of my brother-in-law So I can't really ever see him as a sex symbol Because it feels kind of weird But I am objectively into that idea Um, My next notes are the scavenger hunt Tenise, do you need to catch up? Or do you have... No, I'm good Okay. So the scavenger hunt It's like like a debut day What do you call it when a thing... Launch. Launch. launch day. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going with it. Launch day. Launch day. It's launch day for the scavenger hunt. This scene is basically just one long montage where Aiden and Emma are doing the scavenger hunt together. And it's like a cute uncle, niece thing. And then Jennifer and Grandma Sue are doing the things together. And it's like flipping back and forth between these two pairs of people going through the activities and like Jennifer will notice she'll like see a selfie of Aiden and Emma like in front of the carolers and it's so cute and she has a like cute but long mournful look on her face and then uh, Aiden will do the same thing and see Grandma Sue and Jennifer having where they were at the paint party, and he's like, "Oh, that's nice. Oh, I'm sad
0: because she still <clears throat> doesn't know about the promotion because for She's... some reason their pro dom boss yeah. is like, no, I'm going to wait and tell her at the party.
1: Yeah, the party at that like the scavenger hunt culminates in this party at the yeah. Davenport Devonshire. Yeah,
0: it's like a reception at the yeah. At the big hotel where everyone's supposed to wind up, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and so this is the scene where we see one of the participants in the scavenger hunt that you mentioned earlier, Tanishi. This stranger or this person in the scavenger hunt comes up to them, to Jennifer and Grandma Sue, and is like, hey, this is weird, but I'm like part of this online scavenger hunt and I need to buy a stranger a coffee. And then Jennifer's like, yes, that sounds great.
0: And that really impresses grandma, right? Because it's city people being friendly. And that's something that Jennifer has brought to them. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I think that's really what we're supposed to take away from it. Like, she now has grandma's approval.
2: Um, I thought this was, like, the closest they got to a dis... Like, driven apart by misunderstanding. mm -hmm. Like, she's, like, ready to pack her bags. They were going to do the scavenger hunt together and now they're doing it separately and like they're having Mm -hmm. fun but they're wistful and i think that's like the big the closest they got to conflict
1: Yep. yeah totally yeah the closest they got to conflict was like not being together
0: closest you'll ever get yeah in these movies
1: Um, so then the party happens. I didn't take any notes for the about the party. It says party and it's underlined and it's just blank. So
0: my my note was anyway big party blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer gets her promotion and finds Aiden on the roof of the hotel, where she finally resorts to kissing him to shut him the fuck up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Final kiss, and like literally the credits like cut into their kiss, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, she's like, God, will you shut up and kiss?
1: Yes, him. and then like grabs him and kisses him. And I'm like, That's what it took?
3: Good God. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Dr. Slip observed that there's no promise of anything permanent or long term between them, just two people throwing down on the roof of a hotel. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> finally something different in these movies Oh, wow, that's a good point <laughs> they never point. talk to each other again
2: yeah because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not a couple
0: not really Like he's, he's liked... not, you've convinced me he's in love with Bill
3: mm-hmm.
0: that's what he's waiting yeah. for Bill's busy right now he's got a newborn but he's not going to be busy forever no. babies grow up <laughs> <laughs> call me Bill that's what can <laughs> saying just text me once in a while, so I know you're okay. Just
1: text me. Yeah. And, like, I feel like, like, I don't think we said this explicitly, but in the movie, like, the reason that Aiden doesn't get the head gamer position is because he gets Tony's job, which is, like, so they're still colleagues. But I guess it's not, like, Aiden isn't her boss.
0: No, they are different parts of the company that would so she's working on. I get the impression she's working more on the creative side, yeah, as a game designer, right? Yeah. And he, it sounds like his job was going to be more on the financial side and like business marketing side. Oh, so okay. sounds like a good fit because he's really boring, yeah. So, yeah,
1: right. Okay, so I guess it's like, yeah, I guess it's not as terrible. I mean, dating your coworker in this way still seems like a not a great idea, but for a hot minute there, I thought that he was going to be her boss.
0: No, I think they just worked together on the same yeah. projects. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they would each be, like, leads or whatever for their departments and report to... I forget his name. Their, their daddy.
1: <laughs> daddy boss.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, Tanisi, do you have any thoughts or notes about the, the party or the final the one and only final kiss. <laughs> um,
2: I didn't understand like the, why the roof was meaningful in any way. They were just, he gave her this clue and she was like, oh, I know exactly where to go and ran up to this hotel roof. Um, I noticed. Yeah. I liked her dress that she was wearing.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, an appropriate cocktail attire.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um My reaction to him talking wouldn't be to kiss him to shut him up. It would be to leave, maybe close the roof door.
0: Throw him off the roof. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Oops. Sorry. (laughs) You were condescending to me for the whole movie. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Suddenly it becomes a lifetime movie.
2: Yeah, seriously.
0: (laughs) In the last couple seconds.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was that impressed. Their kiss looked uncomfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like we've talked we've we've talked a few uh gay combinations here, Jennifer and Carla, or at least Carla and like tell us more about Carla.
0: Carla for sure.
1: Carla for sure. What is this movie called? Oh my god, I can't even remember. Twelfth date of Christmas to Christmas.
3: Carla's <laughs> Uh, you
1: know, we, we talked about the final kiss in the end credits and the movie is just erased from my memory immediately. Twelfth um, date of Christmas too, Carla's Christmas. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but a sequel that involves Carla more is what I mean. Um, and Bill and Aiden, obviously, the all-star couple of this entire movie. Yeah.
0: They've um, retired. They're running a B&B in Vermont. They're very happy. <laughs>
1: And, you know, I say, like, this is a great opportunity for a triad. Like, why can't Bill's wife and child be there, too? Oh, I think she's supportive.
2: Yeah, you think think she's into it? I think Aiden's the barrier. (laughs) Not
0: Bill. He's just scared. She doesn't want to share Bill. Yeah. He's very insecure.
2: Yeah, she's fine. She's like Bill.
0: She's like, oh, for God's sake, take Bill off my hands.
2: (laughs) Maybe she'd pick someone different than Aiden, though.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe she really wants Alistair because of those big daddy vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a that's a try it I would like to see. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Put that on the fanfic wish list. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's going to be a um, long list.
1: Yeah, it's a long list.
0: I got to add my cones too.
1: <laughs> um Okay, do either of you, I mean, that's the end of the movie. Do either of you have any lingering uh, thoughts or fanfic desires that we need to talk about?
0: Jennifer at least had a a good result, I guess. Mm -hmm. And he's getting that that decrepit house fixed for free, so that's a win too.
1: Yeah, that's like tens, if not a hundred thousand dollars of renovations that he's just getting for free on his grandpa's credit.
0: Yeah, that's that's impressive.
1: Great. Well, Tanisi, thank you for being a guest on a podcast in a queer tree.
0: Yes, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. This was so much fun. Thanks for I'm, having me. Oh my god, I'm so happy that you wanted to do this. Would you like to tell people where they can find you on the internet? Sure.
2: Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's at salt plus seed. S A L T P L u-s-e-e-d so there's only one s one
1: s yeah great um great scott where can people find you on the internet
0: oh they can go over to the old website at uh heyscottmarshall.com
1: People can now find me on the internet on our Instagram account where I have learned and may I say am thriving in the world of Instagram stories. <laughs> I don't know if you two know about Instagram stories, but they're very fun. You can type stuff on images. You can put little moving things on them. It's very exciting.
0: I do appreciate all that you've been doing on the Instagram. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. You. Well, I don't have to.
1: That discovery with us. <laughs> It's groundbreaking. I don't know if you've heard of this thing called Instagram. <laughs> it's an app. It's an application app? on your phone.
2: <laughs> I learned about that in the movie. So, <laughs> what's,
0: what's their web address?
1: <laughs> www dot.
0: <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me type it. HTTP. HTTP. Colon <laughs> <Back back>. <laughs> okay.
1: Um. Great. Well, thanks again, Tanisi. This was way more fun uh, with you telling us all of your uh, gay fanfic backstory. I'm glad I could help. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And we will be in your ears tomorrow for another day of December.
0: Thank you, Tanisi. Thank you.
1: This was lovely. Night, everyone.
0: Night. Bye. Bye.
1: Night you have been listening to season one episode 17 of a podcast in a queer tree by nicole marcu and scott marshall with special guest tanisi peran visit a podcast in com for this episode's links plus our social media and a link to our patreon don't forget to play bingo along with us when you're watching holiday movies you can find the cards at hallmarkmoviebingo.com our theme music is by two cuties who met over a ginger beer Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us again tomorrow, but whatever you do, we love you. Happy holidays.